You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Four All Nerd Show. The voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, sitting in the captain's chair, it's your boy DJ Benjamin, aka Arsenio Holovic. Keep that same energon when you see me the anti-trife equation, Wakanda's favorite DJ Meek Millhouse, Charlie Brownish, <laughs> Black Black Goliath, Yolo Baggins here in the spaceship tonight. Off White Panther. <laughs> so mad still. I'm still. <laughs> I know you. I know you mad. are. That's why I had to bring it back one time. And sitting in the captain's chair, mad as hell is. Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Flex Luthor, Ned Slanders, Gucci Mane, DeLorean, Lord of Lightsabers, and the Ting of the North. Ned Slanders is real recent, right? And it's still so great. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, why did we never think of that before? I, I feel like maybe it had been said maybe a few years back and it just M- fell off the maybe, radar. But yeah, it's too good. Yeah. It's even it's better amazing. than Bernie Slanders. Just turning, <laughs> turning Ned into a slanderer. Just such a... <laughs> <laughs> like, he'd be so great if he was like out there dropping shade on people Facts. oh man Facts. so how you been man how you doing how's your weekend been oh how has it been how's my week how's life how's everything going it's been all right you know what i mean like <laughs> i mean uh, i know people i mentioned before that i got my first shot of the the covid vaccine mm-hmm. i'm gonna be a moderna mommy mommy in a couple of weeks when okay. i get my second shot um, how do you feel? I know we had a conversation with Dr. Obunu during our straight vax episode. You're still kind of on the fence. Still kind of on the fence. Like okay. I, I'm not um, adverse to it as I was, but I okay. at the current time, I'm actually really contemplating it because I got an upcoming trip I'd like to take. Well, I'm going to take, and I've actually, you know, I I traveled recently because my uh, father he got vaccinated. Oh, so, okay, cool. Yeah, so I finally got to go home and see my. Um, niece's little nephew so i mean my right. niece's son so that was very nice and even then but you know we were still masked up for the most part when i was around him especially and all that mm-hmm. and i'm still just on the fence man i can't lie i just you know it's just i've had adverse reactions to vaccines before like we talked about on the show and i just you know i'm just a little wary but at the same time I feel like COVID is such a serious thing that it's, you know, I'm I'm weighing all my options. You know what I mean? Understood. Understood. Yeah. Well, you know, you and everyone else who are still on the fence can always listen to that episode, Straight mm-hmm. Vax, featuring Dr. Professor Brandon Obunu, where we yep. 
try to dispel a lot of the the myths and and, and answer questions that people had about the vaccine. But I just wanted mm-hmm. to bring that up because if if you have the the ability to please go get this just just go get your vaccine, y'all. Like let's try to get it together. If you have questions, do your research, listen, get some more information, and make sure you're getting it from reputable sources. Please, please, reputable sources, and then you can make your decision from there. Yes, definitely. I just, I, I feel like the only problem, I mean, not only problem, but just one of the problems is like America is once again trying to rush to a drug to fix its issues instead mm-hmm. of like fixing its issues. And I see other countries that didn't need vaccinations because they fixed their issues. And that just bugs me that right. we're like, okay. Well, it's, but, but it's like, we have no choice though. We never, the, the, the root of the issue was comp- was bungled. Like it was, it was taken care of poor, or not even taken care of whatsoever. Yeah. We, we we're not New Zealand where we got at it the way we were supposed to get what they got at it, the way they were supposed to get at it. So yeah. we don't have that luxury. We have to now rely, like you said, on, on the, the band-aids and, and all this other stuff to make it work for us. So. Yeah. All right. So we'll just see how it goes. But yeah, you know, I'm definitely looking into it i have to work soon and that's going to be a whole nother issue mm-hmm. <sighs> so we will see so yeah that's why i've been a little you know things have been a little stressful over here but um we did want to say thank you to everyone there's a lot of new people out here who are just like yo what the are they talking about vaccines for right now <laughs> you know where's that nerd ish that we were looking for and we want to say thank you to all our new listeners, all the new viewers, everyone who's here because of our podcast views from the 616. That's views from 616 on Twitters and the Instagrams. Actually going to have a fire, fire logo coming yes. your way very soon. People have yes. been waiting on this logo, waiting on the merch. It's coming your way. I mean, we already got the WandaVision merch up on, you know, tpublic.com slash store slash for all nerds. That's tpublic.com slash store slash for all nerds you know you can get all kind of merch there from for all nerds to safe negro pod you like that to uh views from the 616 you know all that merch is available over there and just thank you all yo it's been a lot of fantastic support and i'm just so overwhelmed and so happy that people have been loving it and please just as a request keep spreading the word y'all because People are always like, yo, I know y'all are like one of the top joints out there. I know y'all are killing it. I know y'all numbers must be through the roof. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, we are killing it. However, yes. the numbers and all that other stuff have to reflect that. So mm-hmm. that's why it's so important that everyone subscribe, that everyone share, that even if you can't support financially, that's okay. You can you support by talking to other people about us, putting them on, having them, as I mentioned, share the show, share our posts. Just interact with us, do everything you can, and also putting our name out there. Like if you see some company or somebody looking for people like us, throw our names in the hat. If you can actually open some doors for us, do that because we still very, very much need your support. And on that same note, if you are someone who could help us get to this next level, we're actually looking for someone. I'm not sure how to describe this. We already have a social media manager, so not really that, but we're looking for someone who can help us open these doors and get us to this next level? Marketing exec, PR manager, PR manager. Person. It's two different things, but but within those lanes. Yes, within those lanes. So if you are one of those people, hit us up. Contact at fourallnerds.com. Because honestly, I mean, thank you all for the love for you know our views of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, we've been carrying on from One Division. And I just sincerely feel that not many people out there can fuck with us. You know what I mean? Like they can't. I yeah, I, and. 
And I watch not, a and lot and of this people. This is not not being humble. This is yes, fact. yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube videos, and I watch a lot of the breakdown. Shout out to Screen Crush. Shout out to uh, New Rock Star. Shout out to the Canadian lad. That's my dog. I really mess with the Canadian lad. Yeah, dude is dope. But even in all of theirs, I don't feel like I feel like most of them are just so centered on the Easter eggs, on the comic books, on the history of these properties, where they don't get into what, the things that we're touching on in these shows, and they're just not. Yep. I mean, they can be entertaining, but they ain't us. You know what I mean? We mad funny. We all this stuff. Plus, you're getting all this education. You know what I mean? So, and you're getting lots of melanin. So I think yes, that's an outlier. That's <laughs> another thing. That's another thing that is missing from all the people I just named. Uh, New Rock Stars does have some melanin people, you know, but their main dude is not melanated at all. That's <laughs> well, both you know, your main people here are. Yes, both of your main people persuasion. here are very melanated persuasion, and we are yeah. dropping the knowledge, the fun, you know, the entertainment, the themes, what these shows are more talking about on deeper levels. And I feel like mm. a lot of people are just either missing that. When, and when it comes to Falcon and Winter Soldier, willfully ignoring it in some Yo, cases. Yo, tell me about it. Tell yes. me about it. Yeah, so like Ben I mean said, we are looking for more people to help the team. Thank you to, if, you, if you're already typing your email right now, thank you. We'll be in mm -hmm. touch very soon. But seriously, we need all the support we can get, but we also just appreciate everything everyone has done thus far. Man, and yeah, like we said, thank you to all the new viewers, all the new listeners. Make sure you're following us. Make sure you're subscribed on all those various platforms. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. If you're on iTunes, make sure you leave a five-star rating and a review. It really helps us every time y'all do that. Uh, the big one, twitch.tv slash for all nerds, where every Monday, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard mm -hmm. Time, you can catch our shows. Monday, you get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier review. And Thursday, you get the main show that you're listening to or watching right now as we speak. That's twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Monday and Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh-huh. Big facts. So, Ben, there is a trailer that came out a few days ago. Yeah, and it's something we got to talk about because we are now, uh, this Friday will be the third episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so we only got three more after that. Right. It, it feels different from WandaVision, right? Yeah, like it feels different. This shit going by. <laughs> and it, shit going by know, real fast. Real quick. <laughs> And so after that on Disney Plus, we uh, uh, May fourth for May the fourth be with you. Mm -hmm. Will be the first episode of the Bad Batch. Yes. yes. Are we going to continue covering this? Are we? I mean, we're going to have to start up our Star Wars pod at some point. I mean, that would have to be a separate Star Wars, right? Because yes, because views is a six one six views. The of the six one six is an MCU pod. So. Yes, but we're gonna have to start up that Star Wars I mean, pod because you I know mean, we, we gonna need the assistance. Though honestly, we can get someone in here and the team to help propel us forward and give us the things that we need, give put us in the position we need to be in. Then we can mm -hmm. guarantee a Star Wars pod. Yes. But another pod that's a lot more work and that's a lot more time and effort. And it's not that we don't want to do it; it's that we have to make sure we have the resources to offset. Everything we, we got to put into it. So facts, because yeah. I definitely would like a bit of a vacation. Right <laughs> it would be nice. But in the meantime, we did yes. watch the trailer. Yes, we did. The Bad Batch yes. trailer is out there for those that know the Bad Batch are a group of clones who appeared in the last season of Clone Wars, the final season. And they're like the rejects. They're kind of offset. They ain't the regular clones. Okay. And so this is <laughs> the offsets, like they're yeah. the off brand, they're the great value brand. Of the I world. mean, not the great value, but you know, the ones that are like, you know, different size. Like when you get, you know, they all, they, the regulars. Okay. They, 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 
Data yes. Cheeto, the cheese doodle with too much cheese on it. There like we that. go. Yeah, okay. too much cheese. Not not the ones with not They're the misshapen or, or what we saw earlier, what last week, uh, the uh, the shrimp inside of the <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch box. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> say about that dude. The better though. Um, yeah, whatever, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Stop putting white men on pedals for for doing Ooh. nothing. All right, let's 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 you know it, it, it never pays off when you do. You know, for doing absolutely nothing. Big now, milkshake duck. But moving big on. Big milkshake duck. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, Bad Batch is about these clones who are not the regular clones, not the ones we've seen in Clone Wars. They were in a two or three episode arc uh, in the last final season. It was incredible. I fell in love with them instantly. I had the J. Jonah meme, meme right away. I need Bad Batch action figures. <laughs> Bring them to me. And now that we got a show, I will probably get my Bad Batch action figures. So I'm hyped. You should. You got to add it to that incredible massive collection you have behind you. And that you would be seeing right now if you were on twitch.tv slash for all nerds. You would see all the nerddom goodness behind him. Mine's is looking a little bit sparse, but I do have Bassett here. So I have some more Egyptian gods coming on the way. Oh, okay. Um, There you go. Yeah. But, yes, the trailer, I, I loved it. Uh, again, like you said, you know, just uh, part of a continuation and part of the story of the Clone War. So it has that same animation style. Um, you pointed to your stuff. I see you. Oh, and you got the you got the Cosmic Cube glowing back yeah. there. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, but um, yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely would watch it. Um, would you say now, as someone who's seen the whole Clone Wars saga, should I yes. watch Clone Wars first before I watch Bad Batch or? I think you'll be able to get away without having seen all Clone Wars because, like I okay. said, they show up in the end. And as long as you know the general storyline. Fi- I've never finished Clone Wars. Like I, I, yeah. I, I've seen it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. No. And while I will say, like, I've watched that last year during the pandemic, and I was the one, as much a Star Wars fan as I am, I was really reluctant to watch it. Mm-hmm. And as y'all see, I am now rocking a motherfucking Ahsoka Tano shirt. Yeah. Because- oh, you stand Ahsoka. You stand her so hard. <laughs> How can you not? Like, if you watch all the Clone Wars and all the Rebels, it's to me, it's impossible to not be a stand of Ahsoka because her arcs and her storylines in those two series are just some of the best storytelling, some of the best Star Wars that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, like I say, I, I still have, I've actually, I've got like 10 episodes left of Rebels. Because okay. I saved the last season, I've done. A, I'm waiting until we finish up Winter Soldier, and I got that two week break, and leading into Bad Batch. So I'm gonna, you know, finish up Rebels and then go right into Bad Batch. Okay, nice. Yeah, might nice. do some live tweeting or something because I know I'm gonna be crying on that right. last season of Rebels. I have a feeling that when I start watching Bad Batch, that I'm going to just go back. It's to gonna make Clone you go Wars back. Anyway. I feel you because yeah. I'm gonna want to fill in the blanks and really get more context. And that last season of Clone Wars, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and watch. <laughs> the last four episodes of Clone Wars are just some of the most incredible shit. Like I watched those last four like several times, you know. And mm-hmm. then, like I got to the point in Rebels when um, Obi Wan and Maul meet up again, and it's just one of the moments like. It, <laughs> if you don't know about it, you know, like because I didn't know. And then I saw it, and I'm just like, oh, wow. You know, and, <laughs> you, know oh, that, wow. you know, all the memes of, like, you know, the shock looking down. Like, that was oh, me watching Oh, like the that. lady from uh, Divorce <laughs> like, Court or whatever, where she's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I get you. I was I like, oh, oh shit. It's like, they, they went there, and they did. Yeah. Right, right, right. And that's well, a no spoilers, but yeah. 
Well, did you have so that same reaction it. after watching the first episode of Invincible? Lord have mercy. Also, that also dropped. And <laughs> so uh, just just real quick, quick, quickly. Uh, Invincible is just dropped on Amazon Video or Amazon Prime Video, whatever you want to call it. But it is an animated superhero TV series based on a comic book by the same name. And or the character itself by the same name, um, written by Robert Kirkman, everyone's favorite Walking Dead man. And first of all, that the cover is really sick. Who's the? Who's Shout the out to the brother. I mean, he ain't a brother, brother, but Ryan Otley, who uh, uh, Corey yeah. Walker. Corey Walker is the original artist on Invincible, but he only did okay. the first twelve issues. And then Ryan Otley took over, and Ryan became one of my favorite comic book artists of all time I mean, during that, this that run. That art is incredible. And like for yeah. me, when it comes to comics and, and graphic novels, that art got to draw me in. But um, but yeah. So this this TV this comic book turned TV animation dropped and has been shocking the hell out of damn near all the internet right now. Um, Amazon is having a good track rec- record, it seems, for superhero themed shows that have some that's a little bit spicy, spicy yeah to say the least and this was no no different from that just i it, it took me off guard but in a great way i i didn't i've never read the book ben i mean thought i did but i've never read the book I he clearly has did. it there no so i didn't know what to expect and i actually liked that i didn't know what to expect so i went in completely cold and it's for me i think that's one of the best ways to go into this shit you got to especially with that ending Yo, so I, I mean, should we, I mean, it's been a, no spoilers, but we're not doing spoilers. No, because I feel like that's such a big moment uh, of the whole series. That's like, because it's really, all right. The thing is the ending of the first episode is, is one of the biggest twists in the book. And for those who've read it, it it don't even come like right away. It comes after in the book. No, like, it comes within the uh Kirkman once said he wanted it to be in issue twelve and people were like, You might get canceled by then, so you gotta put it in issue six. So it happens in issue six. I see. But it it's pretty much about the same amount of time is given to everything that leads up to that. So it's still the same amount of like, okay, you get this intro and stuff, and then I flip you. You know, right, and right. Uh, they, they flipped the fuck out of us, okay? <laughs> and and, and I, also, just for people who are wondering about what the premise is of mm-hmm. Invincible. You can tell them this, yeah. It's, a bo- it's about a teenager named Mark Grayson. Mm-hmm. And generally, he's normal, except for the fact that his dad is the most powerful superhero on Earth. Yep. He's basically analogous to Superman, like loosely based on Superman. And yep. really, a lot of the characters, especially in that first episode that you see, are analogous to other superhero characters you may see. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's one that to me looked like Martian Manhunter. It's the whole Justice League. The, the, basically, the whole Justice League slash yeah. also some 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 Marvel thrown in there for good measure. But yeah. it's basically all the Justice League. So, um, you know, r- people who like should damn near have godlike powers. But anyway, so this is the world that they're living in. Superheroes are normal. Yada yada. Then a little after his 17th birthday, Mark, the son, he starts to develop his powers, right? Being the son of a superhero, um, generally they develop powers. He begins to develop the powers and his father starts training him like, okay, well, this is the path you're going to go down. Mm -hmm. After that, everything is fucking up in the air in terms of what the fuck happens because it's... I all of the things that I thought was gonna happen because I was like, oh, this is gonna be tropey. Actually, didn't. It was the reverse. <laughs> nope. Which was actually very, like refreshing. But then the end, like you said, the end really fucked me up. That said, we're not gonna tell you what Mm-mm. happens. It's just I will say I'm giving it a, a thumbs up and to mm-hmm. go watch it. 
Uh, yes, it's violent. Just putting that out there. So if you are not into the violence, I am. But if you are not into that, then 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 I don't know. I don't know, girl. Take take some take a smoke. I don't know. But I, I'm just saying I don't want you to miss this just because you're a little nervous about the violence. But I just wanted to put that out there just maybe as a trigger warning. Uh, that said, uh, I wanted to talk about the voice cast real quick. The son, Mark. Uh, the main character, he's voiced by Steven Yoon, who is my fave. Again, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead alum. He got uh, nominated for like an Oscar or something right now, yes, right? Yeah, he's he yes. doing big things right now for some big role things. he got. Big things. Yeah. Um, shout out to Sandra Oh from mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy fame. She Killing plays, Eve. She play, and Killing Eve, she plays the voice, or she rather, she voices his mom, Debbie Grayson. Yep. And then, of course, the god himself, J.K. Simmons, he plays the dad, Nolan Grayson, a.k.a. Omni-Man. And... Zazie Beetz <laughs> plays um, one of Mark Grayson's... Oh, she's in this, too. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Zazie Beetz, I guess she doesn't really appear in the first episode. No. She plays one of Mark's potential love interests, Amber. Um... Some people have commented that the animators did. Well, one person actually hit me and was like, they really weren't feeling how they did her hair because she's a black woman, obviously, and they weren't feeling it. Well, the animation style was, to me, reminding me of, um, but 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 further along, but it mm-hmm. reminded me of Mike Tyson's mystery type style. But Ooh, better than that, though. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But just in terms of, and, and I don't know how to express this. Just, it's not straight up comic book style. It's more like. I don't know how to, say, but but think that, but 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 a little bit more advanced, like you're going yeah. towards Boondocks like level, like yes, yeah. So it's it's, it's somewhere in between that. I, I mm-hmm. think that's the best way I can express it. But um, but it reminded me of um, you know, I never really watched it to see how like how good animation was, but it looked like uh. Captain Planet and the Planeteers, like the kids especially. Oh, the facial. Yeah, it looked like Planeteers. Yeah, okay, yeah. I can see that. Like, like, cause yeah. like they're very, they're more detailed in facial structure. The point yeah. that we're making is that it's, it's, it's a bit, it's, it's more Americanized. It's not like anime style or anything, but it's advanced as well. Yes, so, yes. So, but, but point is, it looks good. At the end of yeah. the day, it looks good. Um, and it's the. Again, it, it, it at first I was getting like tropey teas. I was like, here we go. And then it just completely flipped it for me. Like almost right away. I was like, okay, this is something different. And it is absolutely worth the watch. Um right now I'm looking, it says we're it's only one episode, I mean, one season right now rather, but it's only three episodes. And is each episode like forty five minutes? I know the f- yes. yes. Each episode is forty two to forty eight minutes. I know the first yep. episode was about forty five minutes. And every episode will drop uh Friday. Uh shout out to Walton. Gogans, who's playing Cecil, because I love Walton. I mean, the cast is just amazing in general. Like, Mark Hamill plays the character Art Rosenbaum. Seth Rogen is Alan the Alien. They've got a lot of people. Jason Manzukas, who is on The Good Place, plays Rhett Splode, and he is right. killing it as Rhett. Uh, oh, Sonequa Martin-Green is also uh, in this. A word? Who's she? She plays Green Ghost. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, well. Oh, Mahershala Ali is playing Titan. Mm-hmm. He's oh. in the first episode. So wait, this is interesting. They said the the original lineup of the like you said, like the Justice League clones, mm-hmm. they're all voiced by former cast members of The Walking Dead. Ah, okay. I I think I've seen somebody else mention that. Yeah, John Hamm. I mean, it's, got, it's just got a lot of dope people. And like I said, I really love um even the shorty who is playing Adam Eve. I was not expecting that to be her voice, but it's you know it's grown on me a lot. Yeah. Um, it's dope, yo. Like, like I say, yeah, okay, yeah. 
And I've only seen the first episode. So yeah. Ben, ben might have gotten further along. But. I've seen the first three. Full disclosure, like you see behind me, I've got, you know, all the Invincible books. I've been trying to get Robert Kirkman on this show for years. Invincible is just one of my favorite comic books of all time. Like, even more so than The Walking Dead, it made me a fan of Kirkman. And Ryan Otley, like I said, became one of my favorite artists of all time on Invincible, you know? And so hmm. it's ill for me to see this series on now because it's something that I've loved for so long and I've been hoping for a movie or a series. And I think the animation series is the best way to do this. Like you said, not only is it violent, the comic itself is violent, but it's also just very adult. Like, right. it, you go through Mark's very basically adult. whole life with him through the series yeah. of the comic. So he goes through real things, you know, like he grows, he has children, he goes through all kind of stuff that real life people can, you know, grow with. And I think that's why I love the book because I was reading it, I was growing and becoming a man and going through more different things in life. And so it was something that just went along with me. Right. Now they first, they dropped the first three episodes, but I yep. see it's like up to eight episodes. How are, are they going to just do one? One a week, a as week? far as I know. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. They, okay. you know, so they, got, so they got dropped you hooked. The, so they dropped the crack. In the mm -hmm. middle of the street, get you hooked, and then, then, then you know, string you along with the fish line. Okay. Yeah, and they're gonna got do it, it because, like I say, the book is great. It go, it runs for um, yeah, it was twenty five trades total, and right, then right. it finished. So there's twenty five trades. If right. you want to start on it, it you know it has a it has an ending. It's a great ending. Okay. It was just a great book, pretty much from beginning to end to me. And that's the thing, like the big twist that happens at the end of the first episode is really indicative of how the comic and probably how the show will go. Like, every six issues or so of the book, the status wow, quo is complete. Not even that. The status quo is just completely flipped over. Gotcha. I mean, completely. Like, it'll just be like a different book. It Definitely every six and once a year, really. It's just a completely different book than we were reading the year before. Right. I mean, yeah. and I, I'm still looking at the voice cast again, and you probably already said so he, many, but but Kevin Michael Richardson, the God, oh. the voice acting God, is in it. It's Mark Hamill, mm -hmm. Seth Rogen. I mean, he's actually one of the executive producers as yep. well. So. He's been with it since they've been trying to make a movie version of it. He's still trying to make a movie version of it as okay. well. Well, listen, they they could, especially if this gains steam, like I think it will. They they definitely can. And but but beyond the voice acting, I just want to just also just towards what you're saying in terms of the adult nature of it. Like it, I, I enjoyed it because it also, it just gives you more of that. How do you say this? It's humanistic factor, even though it's uh, an animation, like it still gives you that factor of someone who is growing up like as, as, as a human being at least, or, or at least half human being that now has powers and what they have to go through. And like really what a teenager would go through a real life American teenager anyway, would be going through how they'd be living their life and then how their life changes with the onset of powers and how that affects their relationships or the people around them, whether right in their household, friends, so on and so forth. So I, I, I really liked that approach. I'm looking at some of this cast and holy shit. Yeah, like the cast is, yo. And beyond that, there's some people, don't look up the cast folks. So I'll just say that there, especially <laughs> if you ever read it, because there's some serious spoilers in there and like, if these people are all for season one, this shit is going to move because they've got stuff that happens. And I saw that because even in the first three episodes, it like there's things that happened in those first three that took a lot longer in the comic books. So they are going to get to some of the more like ill stuff probably in the first season. Wow. I can't. Ooh, I'm, I'm this shit going to be lit. <laughs> the, the funny thing is I watched it really quick before we recorded and my mm -hmm. sister was sitting with me and she oh, no. Deep into it. 
Oh no! And when I t- when I turned it off, I said, "Okay, I gotta go record." She said, "Uh, you can't watch the next episode without me." Ah, so, wow! <laughs> yeah. And she's never and obviously does yeah, none, and, none and of this. And she's not necessarily the superhero person at all. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's like anime show. That's not necessarily her thing. But she was completely hooked into it, and she was just like, "So you know, we gotta watch this together now, right?" And I'm like, "Damn, yes, I know." <laughs> so that if that's any indication, like I don't, you don't even have to be a fan of this or really deeply into the genre to 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 potentially be interested to watch. Yeah, I think that's what's one of the things that's so brilliant about it is especially now because we're in this age where everyone knows, like they know the Justice League, they know the X-Men, you know, they know the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So you can play with these tropes and you don't have to sit there and waste a lot of time explaining, okay, these are like the Justice League. When people see it, they're like, oh, okay, I get it. This is like, I know these characters. So then you can just keep rolling. Like you said, he is straight up like a Superman, you know clone pastis like he's from a uh omni man from a planet called viltrum he's a viltrumite instead of a kryptonite yeah. he's got a wife who's like the lowest lane and they're raising a son and so right. you get it right away like it's, it's like it, it gives you like you say it, it sets the tone for you sets the table and it's also re- in a weird way realistic even though fantastical things are happening oh it's horribly you. realistic yeah. it's horribly realistic also in terms of realism thank you to the casting of making sure that his wife was and the son are played by asian actors mm. or, or voiced by asian actors rather so yeah because in the book so they're asian I, characters <laughs> at least yeah. at least in the show in the show they are and in the book but i was never it was like debbie is never 100 percent portrayed to me as asian so i was never completely sure of that and so for them to lean in all the way and have debbie and mark both be asian i love that i love that amber is now being played and portrayed as a black girl because amber in the book is white the book oh, is okay. pretty very white you know it's it's yeah. you know it's, it's kurtman the man's a white boy from kansas like yeah, yeah. you know it is what it is he could write though he can fucking write. He can write, though. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we get props and props, too. That man can write his ass. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, boy. Cause, like, st- you talk about a starter from the bottom, now we hear story. Like I told you, he thought Invincible. No, I remember reading in the letters pages of that and Walking Dead, where he'd be like, yo, thank y'all for buying my book. I thought we was going to get canceled, but we're going to make it another month. It was like that for both of those books. Oh, Struggle Town for a little Struggle bit. Town. And then it was like, and then I remember when in the letter page, he'd be like, A oh, Walking Dead, we good now. You know, it's not going to get canceled. And then it was like, oh, we're working on this AMC deal. Oh, we got an AMC pilot. The, the Empire. Yeah, and now. <laughs> and now you can't get away from The Walking Dead. Or he, this he, man he can't get away from the money. He breathes and money pops out. Or he yeah. breathes and a Walking Dead series pops out. Like, it, it's just automatic now. So Where the money reside, boys. Robert yo, Kirkman's life story. <laughs> yo. Well, anyway, yes. We are recommending that you watch Invincible. Definitely, uh, if you are interested in learning more about Star Wars, particularly the Clone Wars saga definitely check out bad batch we'll be talking about that mm-hmm. and with that we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more from the four all nerd show hi i'm professor brandon obunu a scientist who studies genetics and epidemics and when i'm not doing long division i'm listening to for all nerds hey yo this is danny lore and this is vida ayala and we are twin speaks and when we are not writing Ironheart or James Bond, we are listening to For All Nerds. Hi, my name is Genevieve King, and I play Jackie Veda on Netflix's Lock and Key. When I'm not cooking up new recipes in my kitchen, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. 
Hey everybody, this is Peter Ramsey. I am the director of Rise of the Guardians and one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I like to listen to For All Nerds with Tatiana and the great Benjamin. Hey, this is Hiro Kanagawa, actor and playwright. And you are listening to For All Nerds All The Way. Hi, this is Lexi Alexander, and I'm a filmmaker and a writer. And when I'm not playing with my vintage toys and feeding myself and my dog, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's up? This is Otto Asado. And when I'm not on television and movie sets, I am listening to For All Nerds. Welcome back to this episode of the For All Nerd Show. Me and Tatiana were just talking about Invincible off the air because a lot of the things that we want to talk about, y'all just can't hear just in case you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yo. Yeah, but definitely go peep those first three episodes. We are not doing a separate podcast on this show as of yet. (laughs) As once again, like we say, you know, even with that and Star Wars, it, it, I mean, especially right now, we're, we're right in the middle of views from the 616. Yeah. So it would just be really tough to, you know, cover both Invincible and the Marvel shows right now. Yeah, yeah. Disney Plus and Amazon is competing with each other right now. Yeah, we're only human folks. And so we got to choose one and it's got to be the Marvel one right now. So, but if you would like to hear more about Invincible, all these things, hit us up. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. Help support the mission any way you can. A dollar a month for the price of a cup of coffee a day. (laughs) You can help keep the four all nerds going. We need the slide. We need the violin music playing right here. Yeah. yeah How they do it the, 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 what the um the dog in the pound commercial? Yeah. The Sarah McLaughlin song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we you go. You can pay for the meal of your favorite four all nerds <laughs> podcaster. Four all nerds. I mean patreon.com slash four all nerds. You know, and if enough people over there request that maybe we could do like a special. You know, 10, 20, yeah, Patreon, 10, 20 minute Invincible yeah. show. Cause I'd love to do it. Cause I could talk about like, look, I can talk about this damn book forever. Now, I, y'all. I, I'll do it for the Patreon. <laughs> I'll do it for the Patreon fan, yes. fan for sure. Okay. Cause that's, again, that's that you got some resources and you have a prize, you know, yeah. we're trying to put them all together. So, and we're trying go. to help y'all out over at Patreon. Cause we know we don't do enough for y'all. You know, a lot of that is just for the love yeah. and we love y'all over there. So thank you so much. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. Once again, make sure you're following us on all these other platforms, twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Go to your favorite SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever you find podcasts on. Hit follow, hit subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends about it, tell your family about it. You know, be a for all nerds uh, harbinger. Is that the word? Yeah. Harbinger. Harbinger. Close enough. uh, Every time I see the word harbinger, I just think harbinger of death. So I only yeah. think of bad things. So. I always think of it from the comic. I learned it from comic books, and it was uh they would always in DC. There's a character named Harbinger, and they would uh, when Crisis on Infinite Earths was coming, they was you know coming. To, so uh. it was death because worlds were being destroyed. So they was here to tell you, See? you know, it's going down basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was always so useless to me. Like this character <laughs> who comes along to tell you this shit's about to get real. You know, what I mean? like, well, like Silver Surfer, like. Well, well he, yeah, he, he also he also kind of scouter. Specific. Yeah, he's a he's scouter, like, but he's also like, by the way, niggas, y'all about to die. No, like, that's what I'm saying. But when he shows up, you know what's going down. It's over. But when Harbinger shows up, they're like, world's about to be destroyed. 
not your world right now. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> other worlds in the multiverse are dying. So y'all need to go help that oh, out. Oh, man. Okay. I guess he's a little better because he, he's giving you a warning. He or she, because sometimes it's a she, they. But whatever. I was always like. Silver Surfer just tells you and then it happens like two seconds yeah, later. Silver Surfer is pretty useless. But by the time he gets there, like Galactus is on the way there. You know, he's like there like five <laughs> minutes early. He's like the first guest of the party. You know, like, five minute head start. Yeah, and Galactus is that dude who come in and shoot up the club. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn it, here comes this, you know, whenever he show up, like, you know the party over. Galactus is Debo. Yes, yeah, you know the tuck your chain, tuck your earth, (laughs) because the party's over, you know. That's my bike, punk. (laughs) (laughs) You want some of this old man? No. (laughs) But I do want some of this coming up. Yes, one of my favorite segments, jam-packed to the gizzles today. The guac is extra. The geekly asked questions, where we answer any and all questions. I got questions, questions for you. All you got to do is hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com, or hit us on the Twitters or Instagram, at forallnerds, and we will do our best to answer those questions. Uh, shout out to Indie Idealists who sent in a question that we are not answering this week because we ain't mentioning them, you know, people on this show. But thank you as always for your support, fam. Yeah, but no, them people get no burn in the ride. <laughs> yeah. So what do we have up first tonight from the ones that we can answer? Yes, the first squat question comes from Flairy, excuse me, Fairy Blurred Mother. There Mother. You go. Very nice name. Yes. Be a mother with M U V A. Okay, yeah. gotta do yeah. it with the with the C. Mother. The question goes: How do you think Isaiah Bradley will react to Sam taking on the shield, assuming that he does, given his personal experience? And also, just for those who are not aware, Isaiah Bradley is the name of one of the characters that was revealed in the latest um, Falcon and the War Machine episode. Falcon and the War Machine. Oh God, I did it again, didn't I? Falcon and the Winter <laughs> Soldier. Blacking it up. I keep doing it. <laughs> yep. Um. Because I don't say the Winter Soldier. Maybe because you know why? Because I never say the Winter Soldier. I'm just like Bucky. So yeah, every time I see the, the, I think oh, War Machine. True. I, I but it's never been the War Machine either. You just like putting the black people together. Maybe I do. So Keep anyway. <laughs> so, the, so the rest of the question goes, uh, the show uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been touching on systemic racism in America pretty blatantly. Do you think they will have Bucky acknowledge the racial aspects of Sam taking on the mantle given the era he was raised in? Hmm. Those are two great questions. Uh, well, you know, this is something I brought up in our last episode of Views, where I felt like Bucky missed that completely. Like, I, that's literally <laughs> what I said. I said Bucky grew up in that Jim Crow type style era. So wouldn't he see? Like, not to say that he would just change up what he see, but wouldn't that wouldn't a red flag be raised? And it just seemed like it wasn't raised mm. due to the way that he was behaving with the cops and behaving with. Sam talk about, oh, just show the idea and all this other stuff. And even you, Ben, you were like, nah, he's a white man who, like, like you gave your explanation, but I just feel like I don't know if Bucky will ever acknowledge. Maybe he'll learn, but you, that's what you said, Ben. You were like, Bucky's still learning. He's fresh out the oven, basically still trying yeah. to get it together. So I don't know if Bucky's there in terms of acknowledging yet. I don't even know if he realizes, like, does he truly realize? I, f- I feel like he should, but then again, I don't know. It's like nobody talked to Bucky when he was in Wakanda. It's really weird, you know, because 
like okay, like you said, Bucky. Like we talked well, about, Bucky. Life in Wakanda is different than life everywhere else. But they could have been like, it ain't like this everywhere, fam. You know, yo, White Wolf. When you roll out of here, it ain't like this for the rest of the world for black people. But it's weird because right, Bucky goes under the ice in the 1940s and spends the next 50, 60, 70 years murdering people and going back under the ice every time he's done murdering people. So he has no chance to growth. He probably don't know much about the world. Other than, yeah. you know, the bodies that he's stacking up, right? Yeah. So then he comes out of it, and instead of doing like Steve, like you say, with the notebook, checking up, catching up on the last 70, 80 years, he just goes to try and figure out what, you know, he can do. And also, remember, he gets dusted, loses another five years. This man has not had much time. He's pretty fresh out. But my thing is, Bucky would either be the type of dude, since we want to give Bucky the benefit of the doubt, and he assume he's a good guy, he's either going to be willfully ignorant of racism in America or he's going to be benefiting from it. And like I say, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. So we'll just say he's willfully ignorant at this point. I don't want to say willfully ignorant because that implies that he knows something's wrong and he's just Yes, he knows what's... Yeah, dog, he grew up in the 1930s. He knows something's wrong. Mm -hmm. The world was ridiculously racist then, you know? And he might be the type of dude where, like, it's gotten better for y'all, you know, hey, which would make him even worse... So I don't want to throw Bucky down that hole. And I'm just trying to say that Bucky has not had time to realize the world has not gotten better, mm. you know, okay. and is willfully ignorant. And in the dial, you know, right. stop it, Wanda. Well, and the first part of the question, how do you think Isaiah Bradley will react to Sam taking on a shield, this assuming nigga. Sam does? <laughs> right. I, yo, Isaiah Bradley, he's just past that point, like, <laughs> he don't want to hear that shit no more. Yeah. Like, he's done with that shit. He's done yeah. fucking with y'all. Yeah. He's not... And I understand. Like, he's tired. Like 30 years? You be he's, tired, He's too. over it. He's, 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 he's not with the shits. And, I, like, you want to sit here and be, like, cute about it and be like, oh, well, maybe he'll be really proud of Sam. But, like, no, he told he that nigga to get out of his house. So... Yeah. Um... I, I I don't know. Like there would have to be a relationship built between Isaiah and yep. Sam for there to even be a true reaction. Mm. Because right now Sam is just another nigga on the street to Isaiah, regardless of who he is, regardless of what he may take up. Unless mm-hmm. a relationship is built and there is actual emotion exchange there, there will be no reaction. No, I I think I think you said it best. Is he just another on the street? And beyond <laughs> that, he's not. Like, you done. Like, he don't care. He knows what America is. You know, America has shown him and shown every other black person what it's about. And Isaiah's had a firsthand experience of what it's really about. So he's not going to care. You know, he's just going to, he probably going to be distrusted. Like, word, dog, you know, you going to put that shit on after everything I went through? Right. After everything they did to me and what those Yeah. All right. And then it, but it's going to be a five second distrust. Like, word, that's right. exactly what I expect from you. Negro, you know, keep it moving. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Okay. So next question. <laughs> next question comes from Childress or Childress J. Childress J. AKA Winter Soldier Slim. All right. That's a I like a, I like that's that a it's solid the one. Reci- re- yeah, but recipes of Soldier Slim. You know, I don't, it's just weird, you know, people use names okay. like that. Yeah. Well that's a weird. solid one. So the question goes, now that episode two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier has introduced government testing on black soldiers. Do you think this could be a way to introduce Luke Cage into the MCU proper? Well, I... You no. know what? No, yes and no. <laughs> just because even though Netflix is... Te- te- okay, it, it, here's what's the weird part about it. Netflix, the Netflix Marvel stuff 
was uh what do they call it? An offshoot of a river, a tributary. It's like yes. a, a tributary of the main MCU river, right? Mm-hmm. But there were things directly in the Netflix shows that yes. were connected to the movie, so they're it's already canon. part of MCU proper. Yeah. The only difference is the the house in which it lived under. So. Mm-hmm. And right now, and Jenna, and I feel like they're going to absorb a lot of that back into the main flow, the main river, if you will. So I, I for me, I just think Luke Cage is Luke Cage, and 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 was uh, what, what I'm thinking, Daredevil and Jessica Jones. They are already part of the MCU proper. It's just that mm-hmm. they're in their own side street tributary, whatever you want to call it. I'll be 100% honest with y'all. As a fan of, like, I grew up on Power Man and Iron Fist. That was one of my favorite comments back in the day. I was never hyped for Luke Cage as a series. Shout out to, you know, our boy Cheo. You know, they did a great job with it. You know, I thought it was much better than I expected it to be. I would have loved to see a third season because I thought the ending of the second season was so dope. <laughs> Sorry, I started laughing. I just thought about the dab. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the dab was, you know, but what the dab led to was so ill. That second season was ill. Yeah, it was. Cause and that sec and it, the dab was part of it because it was showing his hubris and it was showing his ego at the time. So it was so dope, you know. If you got through how goofy it looked, corniness, but okay. and that was part of it. It was <laughs> yeah. showing all that, and that's what I mean. But people just took it at face value. So yes, I'd like to see, but there's other brown characters and black characters that I'm much more hyped to see than Luke yeah. Cage, fam. I just yeah. Luke Cage's story of getting powers in prison is always so yeah. like, oh and, fucking and, god. And, that is related to my next comment of, <laughs> and this is a little hard because these are superhero Marvel characters, so damn near all of them come in through trauma, but I yeah. would rather not see another black hero that comes in through trauma. Yeah, so, and through prison. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, again, you can't necessarily help it. A lot of these superheroes in general, that's just how they fucking come in. They're like, the not prison. You know, it's like, right, but, but, a lot of them black did, but not all of them went to prison, right? Like you yeah. said, and then they got experimented <laughs> on. If I could get another black character that wasn't experimented on potentially that would be cool blue marvel right but again i again i I think everyone has to remember that really those netflix characters are in the proper it's just in a different it's just they they ride in a parallel okay they ride in parallel to the mainstream but they there yeah and michael's also um off doing that show evil which they say is popping so i don't think he's you know in any rush to get back okay that cbs money will be long-term lifelong money folks so yeah hey man yeah get it brother all right <laughs> man Next. turned that into 10 seasons he ain't never working show. again <laughs> you'll be like iced tea right <laughs> like Shit. on a safe show 17 for years of fucking ass you the residual <laughs> chats boy god never have to work a day in your life man Ever. All right. The next question comes from <laughs> M Just at Work, aka Legatha. Okay, let me. Let me, <laughs> this let, is me, so let, me let me pronounce it again. Legatha lips, like apocalypse and blogoth. Yeah. Blagoth, blag, I, I don't know what that's from. But I mean, that Legoth- just makes absolutely Legoth- no sense, fam. Legatha lips now. <laughs> the fact that I had such trouble saying it, maybe that. Is a clue that maybe that didn't work. Out. I mean, it just well, how do those even relate? A bloggers and an apocalypse. But that's, like... but that's not how you spell bloggers, so maybe they mean something else. Wait, that, what do you mean? Bloggers that's are spelled not... with the O. B. I think they just missed it. Blackest. Okay. Yeah. Listen, y'all. I I don't know. I don't know what they refer to. So we are gonna move on to the next. Yeah, I ain't gonna butcher bloggers, folks. I I didn't come up with that. But I mean, that's this. another thing. Just like uh, I can, <laughs> we can point you to the text. The text of yeah. the tweet. 
Ben Hameen, DJ Ben Hameen sitting here came up with that term, which was then used by the Lovecraft Country team and HBO and all that other stuff. Misha so, Green if you, gave me credit. Misha thank Green you very gave much. me credit. So if you ever see that term flowing around, when, if Lovecraft comes back, thank Mr. Ben Hameen here. But anyway, and that was on the show. I mean, you can go and listen to the Safe Negro pod and hear it being created because I was like, Dark Shawgoth. No, Black, Black Shawgoth. Blogger, like it all, you know, it was live on air as I came up with that one. So we're not gonna go. We're not gonna. We're gonna stop about the uh, etymology of blogger. But (laughs) (laughs) the 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 next of the the rest of the AKAs are AKA melodious thunk. AKA. I I feel like I'm supposed to get that, but I don't. You probably supposed to get that. I don't. AKA hex in the city. We all get that. Yeah. That was Mm. cute. Okay. Am I, if you started with that and stopped there, maybe. But yeah, you didn't. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, let's keep going. The question goes, what's a <laughs> book, play, comic, graphic novel you have always wanted to see on the big or small screen, but haven't yet? Man, we get this question so much. And it's a, it's a good question, but at the same time, I just feel like pretty much anything that I finish reading, like if it's a book that I finish reading, I would love to see it on uh, a yeah. screen or something yet. Yeah, yeah. Has there any games like you have any even ca- like you know how you'd be like there's never there's no way they can do that like when they change casual games into movies like I remember when they were talking about oh Angry Birds the movie and I'm like there's no way they're gonna make this like even fun and they actually did it was good I never saw it, that it was one. decent the fir- it was yeah. the first one and the second one was also pretty decent and I was just like okay that that's pretty cool I think maybe some casual game where I'm like there's no way they can do make this work and it actually works out. I, I would love to see, even though I have not finished it, I've only gotten through the first boss and then I stopped playing with uh, Hades. I'd Hades. love to see, yeah, I would love to see something. Because that game is so funny and so weird and so smart mouth. Mm. I don't know how you would do that as a, you know, show. I think it had to be a show because it had to be a series. But I think that'd be, yeah, I'd be yeah, interested yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to go the game route because, like, like Benjamin said, we've answered this question a lot in different ways with different answers. But I thought we never really thought about the game angle. So, but what do I, you have there? Oh yes, this is one of my favorite books that I love showing oh. off from time to time. Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me by Mariko Tamaki and Rosemary Valero O'Connell. Um, it's about a young queer girl. I guess she was identifies as lesbian in the um in high school. And it's about her relationship with Laura Dean, who keeps breaking up with her. And it's just That's one of my... heartbreaking. Yo, I mean, I wish I'd had this book in high school. You know what I mean? Like, mm. not only is it... It would have helped me out just understanding, like, relationships to people and gender and identity and all that stuff that I really didn't... I mean, obviously, when I was at school, it wasn't really talked about as much. And I didn't understand it all. But just... Dealing with people and relationships, I wish I'd had this because I went through that dealing with someone who was always breaking up with me for nothing, and I was the simp who was running back to them over and over again, <laughs> and I just wish I'd had something like this. And a series or something like this, oh my God, I'd love it because the characters, everybody's so ill, it is such a great romance, and I think it works no matter you know what gender, you know what you define yourself or identify yourself as, I mm-hmm. think you can relate to these characters. Because mm. as a straight black man, I'm like, I'm, you know, I talk about this goddamn book you all do, the time. You've talked about that before. And I, that's yeah. one I want to pick up as well. I love the, well, first of all, I love hardcovers. I love that. Yeah. And the art is so ill. It's like, it's mainly black and white with like little hints of pink in it. But um, Rosemary O'Connell, I mean, Rosemary Valero O'Connell is a monster. Yo, this woman is so dope. Like, wow. Just incredible. Nice. Yeah. 
It reminds me of a uh, like manga style, like mm-hmm. like sojo style. Like that's really yes. cool. Yeah, it's really and it's just such a like I say, such a great love story. And man, it just broke my heart reading that book. And it was like, damn, that was me. I was so right. you know reminded so, of. So myself. would you like to see that converted into Hell, a yeah. show or a movie? I'd like to see like an animated series of that because mm. I'd, I'd love to see her style of art done as anime. You know, oh, animated. animation! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Like, like that's what I love about Invincible. Like it, like you were saying, this, we were talking about this. I didn't really get to say this. Like Ryan Ali, like I say, is one of my favorite artists. And between him and Corey Walker, they've really gotten the look of Invincible onto the screen. Like it really mm. feels like you're reading his art or both of their art combined in a way. And so that's that I'm just so impressed with. Like, I can't wait for every episode now because, mm. you know, just to see all the stuff that I've read for years now. It's like, so that's one of them. Like, that's one. That's why I'm so hyped to talk about Invincible because if you're all long time listeners of the show, you can go back to probably the first time I ever did a comics I copped on here. And it was probably about Invincible. You know, Invincible has just always been one of my favorite books. And then. You know, there's another one right up there, The Wicked and the Divine, which yep. we talk about all the time. That's got to That's got to be developed, yo. I um. Inside information I know is that Kieran Gillen has written a pilot script at least twice now for different, you know, versions of the show, and it was being pitched, and it's probably being pitched as we speak. So, ooh, good luck. Hopefully on that. soon, yeah. Good luck, Kieran, because you know, god damn it, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The next question comes from Super Santi Yoga, aka Captain Puerto Rico, the first <laughs> Airbender. Okay. Throwing a chancleta. Uh, yeah. AKA the Winter Cobra. AKA Sokovia Stimmy Wars. Okay. The yeah. last one was a little shaky, but. <laughs> just, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, oh, that's a lot. That's a yeah. shaky, but. I'm just like, I'm, I, that's like, right? You didn't need that bath gift around yeah. me. Like, speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of chancletas, this reminds me of when we were, I think it was the last time we were at Comic Con. Yes, mm. it was the last time we were at Comic Con. There was a woman. That was cosplaying as Captain Puerto Rico. And oh, word! Yes, I, I mean okay. she was like she was like a mother, right? So she she had like I mean she was decked the fuck out. Like it mm. was a pretty elaborate costume, and she had the 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 Puerto Rico flag chancleta in her hand, and she was like she was telling me how that's her main weapon or whatever, and I was dying. Like, and in fact, she might even appear in one of our videos. We got to find it. We got to put it up there. But she was fire. So Dope. shout out to you, whoever you are. I hope somebody else saw her. Nick, y'all know who I'm talking about, but. She was fire. The question goes, if y'all could get another buddy cop style MCU series, such as like, like Falcon and Winter Soldier with any other two MCU characters paired up, who would it be? Mine would be Spider-Man and Shuri. I'd love that. I like that. Yeah. Because they're too people smart, too, that too smart and smart ass people. Like, mm-hmm. I think that would be super cute. And they're both, well, at least if you doing a current iteration of, of MCU, they're both really young. So yeah. I like that. Drone and drone, baby. You know what time it is. <laughs> the drone. What? Oh, God. Starlet Witch's drone. Red Wing. You know, team drone up. Drone and drone. Red oh Wing God. trying to free Starlet Witch's drone from the clutches of swords so they can oh go on adventures my together. God. Yep. It's going to be like Wally, right? Where there's there no we go. words. No words. It's just, it's just, just a love story between drones. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I actually, actually really like your idea, Super Santa Yoga. So. Yeah. I think we're going to take that one. Right, so I guess you ain't feeling drones? Then I mean, please. Please. Give it up. Please. This is like me pitching in the writer's room, folks. This is how I was in a writer's room. Like, I, would just, <laughs> I just keep coming back no. to terrible ideas until they work. 
You know what I mean? I, I will make your terrible idea work, folks. So I'm going to figure out a way to make Drone the series if Marvel won't. Hilarious. Okay, yep. here's the last Guac question. Sup, fam? This is pseudonym, pseudonym Slim, a.k.a. Spliff Star Lord. Okay, like Spliff Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. A.k.a. King DDDs. Nuts. You probably was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I think that. King, King DDD, DDD from that- uh, Kirby. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, that's Smash pretty, Brothers, the yeah. big, the big pain. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's pretty good. Then King DDD. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, he one. didn't say the nuts yeah. part. I did, but anyway, yeah. uh, or they didn't. Um, they are dropping by for a quick question. They write, "When will video games get character creator customization rights?" I am so tired of only having my characters be bald, have locks, or rock cornrows. We need the ability to have characters with waves. I need my Dovakin to have crisp 360s while I Fushroda bandits in a cave. And that's okay for all your Skyrim people. Oh, okay. I was so lost. Fushroda. You know, that, oh, maybe. Have you ever played Skyrim? For like five minutes. Okay, so you didn't play Skyrim. All right. Yeah, no. If, unless you said I played Skyrim for three years and you never yeah, played no. Skyrim. All right. That shit was weird to me. I couldn't get into the first it was person hilarious. swinging it, it, my it was, a, it was a moment. For, yeah, for, no. It was a moment for me for, for a little bit. But anyway. Yeah. What features would y'all want to see in character creators do you think any games have gotten it right so far be easy and keep bringing that heat side note i can't get over how comfy my little vizzy hoodie is shout out to y'all and the goat mr morris thank you number one thank you for purchasing that little vizzy vert hoodie from our t public page t public slash stores slash for all nerds that's where that amazing design by mr morris uh resides and all of our incredible designs that you can get on t-shirts hoodies cups Mass, anything you can think of, you get it. I, I love it. It's one of my favorites. I actually have the t-shirt as this Ben I mean. Mm-hmm. All right. So what features do you want to see in character creators? Because I agree, even to this, which is so ridiculous, up and up through 2021, you still have games where they give you very limited sets of, or, or they call it ethnic or urban looks on the characters. And like you said, it's usually characters who, no offense to Ben, I mean, it's just only locks. But it's only one, no, it's, it's only, only it's one like style lock. One style locks, yeah. One in style of locks, if it's a black guy, you he want longer hair or a fro. And I'm just like, yo, bro, like, you got to do better than that. Like, at least give me some motherfucking braids. Like, even even uh, the Memojis on iPhone have more hair options than a lot of these games. And these are games that are on the PS fucking 5. So what do you mean? So, um, I, you know, the features I want to see, I... Games doesn't Mass Effect let you get a little bit deep into the and also before the game broke completely, um, Cyberpunk. Uh, they it, said even that was kind of terrible. Yeah, kind of. Well, games like that, that at least give you a little bit more more minute handling on your features, like your facial features. I enjoy, especially when you can change the nose shape. The nose shape is usually. And, and they do it because they're trying to simplify the options. But to me, that pisses me off because I always get like that typical straight European nose. Mm-hmm. Even if you make it smaller or bigger, it's still the same shape. And, you know, I, well, as, as Beyonce said, I like my Negro nose with Jackson 5 nostrils. Like, I, 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 I would like the, <laughs> I don't know what shape my nose is, but that's what I would like. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, different hair types. Like, I, I would like a girl. Like, if I want a black girl with longer hair, I want braids. I, you know, not this strange, like, fro that don't move. It's, strange but i don't know um i I feel like sadly that the best is still to me um like the nba joints because Mm -hmm. those at least give you several versions of dreads you know and because they have so many players damn near all the players are black yeah and because they have no choice yeah 
Like they, they already, to. Yeah, they're they already have so many hairstyles they have to cover, you know, so they yeah. add all those. Every player has all these different hairstyles these days. So, yeah, yeah, I really like that. Like, oh, I need to get the new one. Do the, 2K, Morant. do the 2K series, are they very customizable? Like even like WWE, like when you could customize your own. Yeah, like you can, you they're, can make they're, a. You can make your own character, you know, but, but very I mean, customizable. But better than like the yeah, that you see that's one. Of, that's okay. one of my favorites. Like that's why I play two okay. K. Like because they, you know, like I can get dreads that look close to my own, or you know, I can get dreads that you know don't look like my own. Mm. So yeah. yeah. So there's some games to answer your question, Spliff Star Lord. There are some games that I've gotten it right that we enjoy, and like you, we want to just see more options. It would be it would be nice. Yeah. No, it would be nice. I really, I'm really loved. Uh, I mean, no, even though it wasn't much options, I love Miles Morales in the oh, new yeah. Spider-Man because my man's fade was so clean. Like you know, the fact that they really made gave him a clean ass fade like they did, I was really loving that. Yeah, no, I, it, it looked good. It looked like, good. There, we always say, "What? Well, there's no barbers in, in, in the Star Wars universe." Nah, my man's shit was tight. Here in this Oof. universe, yeah, yeah. Shout out to whoever pointed out the Battlestar in the MCU's lineup. Oh, is... lineup. I, I feel like you can tell. Well, I don't want to say that because I like Finn, but t t sometimes you could tell how bad a black hair going to be by how terrible his lineup is. So Finn's I, lineup was terrible. Finn's lineup was horrible, oh. but 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 you know we love Finn, so whatever. Yeah, but yeah, Battlestar's lineup. And the fact that they have not given Battlestar an emoji on Twitter is oh, kind of that was hilarious. Kind of disrespectful when I realized that. I realized that I was like, God damn, this man's lineup so terrible, he can't even get it. But a also, IMDb says he's only one episode. If that's what the truth, I don't know, but that's what IMDb says. Damn! So that's that's all we've seen of Battlestar. <laughs> Battlestar died on the way back to his home. <laughs> <laughs> like the Simpsons, like the dog of the Simpsons, bro. Ah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up right now, real quick, just to be 100 percent sure. Yep, it says oh, one man. episode. It says wow. one episode. Wow, no way. Take it with a grain of salt, because again, no we always say Marvel lies, but right now on IMDb, as of this moment, it says one episode. No way they kill Poochie off like that. It's <laughs> <sighs> quiet for him right now. <laughs> didn't like him anyway. I'm talking about the character specifically, but didn't like him anyway. So. Yeah. Goodbye. Come on, I, I need to see one more arm bump. <laughs> I don't. Da -da, that shit was so hilariously corny. Like, did they? No. Like, you know, they practice that shit. That's what I can tell you. <laughs> they practice that shit before. That was not like, oh yeah, we just instinctively doing that. No, it's like when we drop in the combat, we gonna hit these yeah. arm bumps. That that's on the lane of the of the Luke Cage dab. I'm good. Yeah, oh, it was Thank terrible. You. It was intentionally terrible once again. Bye. But what was not intentionally terrible were these questions. These questions were amazing, and we appreciate yes. all the questions you send in to us. That said, if you have a guac question that you want us to answer, it has to be really good, definitely think on it and send it in. Definitely think on your AKAs if you dare put in the AKA, because Ben, I mean, will talk hey, about you. Hey, it ain't just you. me. Look, don't, don't I, act like you I didn't. think I'm nicer than you at it. I just like, say it and keep it moving. You'd be like, yo, fam, and this is why in 1993, <laughs> that's why you shouldn't have said that. Like, you'd be like giving them the history of why their name is bad. So I mean, Soldier Slim, you know, that's it's it's just weird to me when people <laughs> use people who are, you know, passed away. You know, that's weird. You know, well, so maybe they maybe they're a big fan. You know, I don't know. 
Right. They could be a big fan. So again, yep. but anyway, uh, yeah. But and then some of the other ones were just terrible for no good reason. No, like Jesus. Christ. Whether you you want you have a really great AKA or maybe a mid AKA, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just put it out there. We're all family here. Hit us up. Contact at fourallnerds.com on the emails. If you want some more space, if you want some more privacy to give us your question, it could be about anything. By the way, it doesn't just have to be MCU or geekdom related. You can even give us a chance to name your child or something like that. We will be all about it. Also, you can hit us up on the interwebs, on our socials, at For All Nerds. And, of course, if you are a very special part of our Patreon fan fam, you get guaranteed guac questions. So, patreon.com slash For All Nerds. As long as you are on a tier, don't matter which, but as long as you're on a tier, you get guaranteed guac questions at any time. So, hit us up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all have terrible AKAs. Last week, I was trying to push Cosmic Cuba Gooden Jr., <laughs> which is ass, you know? <laughs> Let me just keep it real. That's terrible. I mean, I've I've had some corny ones, but I just don't say them on air. Yeah, see, I, I went for it. I pushed that one on air. So, you know, it happens. Yeah, well. Something else that happens, we've already discussed some comic books this week, but it's time for the return of Comic Psychopath. <laughs> comic Psychopath, that's Comics I-C-O-P-P-E-D, where we talk about all the different comic books that we are copping, that we are buying, that we are reading, that we are trading, that we are collecting. It doesn't matter. Use that hashtag on Twitter, on the Instagrams, on Facebook. It don't matter on any social media, TikTok even. Comics <laughs> I copped. You know what I mean? Use it. Especially Explore TikTok. It. Like, yeah, give us some, give us a presence on TikTok. We definitely. Ooh, uh, yeah. Especially, I've been on TikTok all night long, to be honest with you. <laughs> so. well, you know, it's time for Fall Nerds to be on there then, because I've been, I've been thinking about it. You know, I just try to get into that format and do some experimentation. I'm, you know, made some videos. I, w- I want to make some videos for some of my action figures I got back here, actually. That's, so yeah, just join yeah. in all the memes and you'll be good. Yep. So anyway, Comics I Cop, where we talk about all the different comics that we've been copping or reading or buying. Like I said, you know, this great book right here, Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me. Um, I also want to give a shout out, even though I have it digital, I don't have it physical. This book, Alienated, by Simon Spurrier and Chris Wildgoose. I picked this up on a whim on digital a few weeks back. It's from Boom Studios, which on the low is one of my favorite independent studios. They always have a lot of dope content. And Alienated is about um, three kids. Is it three or four? Three or four kids all named Sam. One's Samir, one's Samantha, and one is Sam. Three kids. Got it. Okay. Yep. And they all um, go to this high school together. They don't know each other right at the beginning of the story. And they find an alien together. And it goes from there. And when I say it goes, it goes. The art is what really drew me into it. It's really dope art. But the characterization between the three Sams and their whole lives and the way the book reveals more things about them from their past that you see in the beginning, you know, it's just very well plotted, very well structured. I always love to see stuff like that where it's like the writer clearly knew where they were going with this and Mm -hmm. developed these characters so well where they had rich bat stories and you can really feel each of them. And it is a dope ass book, yo. Like it's uh I wanna say it's like five or six issues long. It's not, you know, it's one series, it's you know, pretty quick read, but it is tough too, like, because horrible and deep shit happens all throughout this book. It ends on a semi bright note, I would say, but it you know, it's definitely a rough read. Like I was really like, oh, you know, okay. it took me a while to read each issue because it's like, damn, could you fall in love with these characters and then 
this, you know, darkness starts following them everywhere they go. Darkness. And, yeah, darkness. But, you know, definitely a very dope book from an independent studio that I really like, Alienated by Simon Spurrier and Chris Wildgoose. Check that out. Boom Studios. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And that is it for the Fall Nerd Show this week. Uh, want to definitely warn everybody, by the time you hear this, it's probably going to be April 1st, April 4th fools day Mm -hmm. be careful as you always should be but be careful out there on the internet because niggas be lying just watch yourself take care of y'all each other and we love you i feel like they're gonna be pretty easy this year though because just like last year people have no business doing it after the year we've had like can we get a break no more i don't feel like april fool's day is gonna come back for a while folks like i think that one's trying to like i I, I don't need april fools to bust don't bust like it used to yeah yeah, deuces to that. Fan Pro